Welcome to the Social DJ Podcast, where we talk about ways that DJs and event professionals can succeed on social media. Every Wednesday, we'll help you guys get more traction in your business, help you showcase your work for potential clients looking to hire you, and bring the social back into social media. Before we get started, make sure to subscribe, like, and rate this podcast so we can help more people change the way that they think about social media. Now, without further ado, let's get started with the episode. What's going on, guys? It's Justin the DJ, and you know, welcome back to this week's episode of the Social DJ Podcast. Man, it's another week here in Dallas. We got lots of events going on, lots of weddings, lots of corporate events here for the company I work for, LaForce. Uh, last week, I had a wedding and a bunch of like networking events and open houses and stuff like that. And this upcoming week, I got two weddings and, you know, some DJ training that we're doing for some of our new DJs. And, you know, I also do a lot of the content here for LaForce. So I'm also working on some of our bio videos for some of the DJs. So really the last couple of weeks has been crazy. And I'm also going to Disneyland in like, you know, the days after my weddings this this upcoming weekend. So I'm super excited for that. Um, but really, let's jump right into the content for this week. I really want to start off with some of the new features that I've been seeing on some of the social media platforms. Starting with Instagram, Instagram's been working on a new feature to make it to where you can post 9 by 16 photos. Now, when I say 9 by 16, basically I'm saying that the photos that you can post on the Instagram feed can be the same size as a reel. So long ways, nine by 16, not like a YouTube video, but long ways like your phone and basically making it to where any photos that you see on the feed are going to look just like a reel, just, you know, like the same size, not literally with the video, but you know what I mean? Um, this was something that was actually confirmed by the CEO of Instagram. They were talking about how they were working on, you know, testing tall photos in the upcoming weeks you know, giving certain accounts access to it and letting them test it out and see if it works or if it doesn't work. I think it's going to be a pretty big success to have the photos look the same as the reels. So I feel like at, at some point it's going to look kind of like a really consistent feed and you're just kind of swiping through content constantly and it's all fitting perfectly within the phone. I think that is probably one of the best ways that they could utilize both reels and photos on this platform by making them all the same size and just making it really uniform. And I think that's going to be really helpful um, for photographers specifically, because I know photographers have been having some trouble with Instagram over the last couple of months, you know, with them prioritizing video content over photos. And unless the photographers are willing to start making dancing videos or, or, or turning their photos into video content, they've they've definitely been struggling. So I think this is one thing that could definitely help them for sure. Now, another feature that Instagram has been working on is something called reposts. So whenever I saw this, I the first thing that I thought was, it was like retweeting something on Twitter or sharing a post to your Instagram story. So it's basically like the ability to share content to people's feeds who follow you. So essentially, let's say you see somebody's reel and you really like it, 
instead of sharing it to your story, you can repost it and it will essentially go to your profile and show that content to everyone who follows you. I think this would be good for sharing like important news updates or sharing helpful information to your followers or even a funny meme here and there. These photos will go to your profile, but it will go to like a separate tab, kind of like how the tagged photos are and won't go directly to your actual profile feed where your photos and your reels live, which is great because I don't want random, <laughs> I don't want random content living on my feed. So having it in a separate tab is definitely good. Um, but honestly, thinking about it, I don't know if this is something that I'm going to be utilizing a whole lot just because whenever someone comes to my profile, I want them to see the content that I'm creating and not stuff that other people are making. I know that might sound kind of selfish, but honestly, you know, when it comes to reposting, I don't really see a whole lot of value for me in my sense, but I know a lot of people are going to want to share, you know, funny memes and helpful information too. So honestly, this might be a cool feature. Now, another feature that Instagram has actually rolled out in the last couple of weeks is the ability to use a feature called dual camera. So essentially, whenever you're taking a reel or a story, you're able to use both cameras at the same time and take a photo or a video. I think it's a really cool way to show multiple points of view of whatever you're doing, whether you're at a sporting event or you're cooking or maybe you're DJing behind the booth and you get a photo of you and a photo of the dance floor, or your board or whatever. Now, all my Be Real fans know exactly where this feature came from. This is, this is definitely something that Instagram saw a cool idea that another app was doing and, and took it from themselves. Um, kind of gives you some flashbacks from Snapchat days and, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, thinking about it, if an app's entire purpose can be implemented as a feature in another app, then honestly, your app wasn't very good in the first place. I might be like a be real hater. <laughs> you know, when it first came out, I thought it was cool, but you know, they never really kept up with their app maintenance. It kept bugging out on me. It kept crashing on me. I'd post a be real and it wouldn't upload. So eventually I just got sick of it and deleted the app. So honestly, I couldn't care less that Instagram has added this feature to their, to their reels and stories. But you know, if be real can get their shit together, then maybe I might join back. So <laughs> now here's some news that I found about YouTube shorts. You know, YouTube is looking to add more monetization features to their YouTube short platform and really looking to encourage more creators to join the platform using the Shorts program. You know, they're going to be doing this by bringing ads to Shorts and paying 45% of that ad money to the creators. I think this would be great to, you know, help encourage more and more people to jump over to YouTube and posting content using the Shorts platform. It really reminds me of when Instagram rolled out the Reels bonus and was paying people to just post content on Instagram. I guess YouTube saw the success that Instagram had with that and, you know, looking to implement it on their own platform too. Now, one thing that they did talk about was lowering the requirements to join the YouTube partner program. And in turn, that would make it easier for smaller creators to join YouTube and start making money a lot sooner than they originally would. Lowers that barrier to entry to join a platform and really start raking it in and making some cash. You know, I know you're not going to make a ton of money when you first start posting content, whether it's on Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube, but, you know, 
it's something that will encourage you to do it. So if you post some content on YouTube and you make a couple bucks here and there, you know, I'd be happy. <laughs> now, this is a really good segue to our main topic of the day, and that is diversifying your content. I've been posting content on Instagram for such a long time. I want to say four or five years now. And, you know, with that, I think I've really found my space on Instagram and I really want to find my space on other platforms. And really, I think it really comes down to challenging myself and trying new things. I spent a lot of time making a lot of short form content for Instagram and TikTok, and I think I wanna try posting more long-form content on YouTube, maybe doing like gig logs or some stuff like that, some behind-the-scene wedding stuff would be really cool. I actually went to Best Buy recently and bought a bunch of camera gear. I bought a, a Sony, I think it's a Sony E10 or ZV-E10 or something like that. It's a, uh, it's like a vlogging camera, mirrorless Sony camera. I got a uh, 11 millimeter 1.8 lens for that i got a boom microphone i got like a vlogging style handle where i can control everything record zoom everything like that and really just went all in on some gear for youtube specifically so i'm going to start bringing some of that gear to my weddings some of the events that i'm doing capture some behind the scenes stuff and you know trying to do like a day in the life as a wedding dj or at least for myself at some of the weddings that I'm gonna be playing at. So I'm super excited to try that out. And I really encourage you guys to really challenge yourself when it comes to content. You know, it can be really tough to be posting the same thing over and over and over again. So adding things to kind of spice up your workload or spice up your content can really go a long way and keep you really refreshed in content creation and showing off what you can do as a DJ or whatever that you do. And so that's what I'm going to be doing. So honestly, I'm going to encourage you guys to diversify your content. So if you focus a lot on TikTok, I honestly recommend you jump over to Reels and repost that same content over to your Instagram account. Same thing for Reels to TikTok. You know, Reels are like diet TikTok essentially. So you know, anything that you post on TikTok or on Reels, just take that content and bring it right over to the other platform. It's gonna live there perfectly, and I think you're gonna have a lot of success if you really try hard and you become consistent with your content. And, and find your niche and find your, your, uh, your audience as well because you're not gonna have it right away or your same audience on TikTok is not gonna be the same audience you might have on Instagram. So, you know, sometimes it might take you a little bit to find your audience and find your niche, but if you're consistent with it, you're gonna find it and you're gonna find success. Now, when it comes to diversifying your content, here's kind of the rundown of what I do when I post a reel on Instagram. So, I'll post something on Instagram, then I take that same piece of content and I'll post it on TikTok, right? Same video, same caption, same hashtags, same everything from Instagram to TikTok. Then I take that same content and I jump over to Facebook and post it on Facebook Reels. Now, I know Facebook and Instagram are owned by Meta, basically the same app. <laughs> they do have the ability to transfer your Reels over to Facebook Reels, but every time I've tried to do it, it doesn't work as well as I would think it would. Maybe it's because... 
I have a creator account on Instagram and my Facebook account that's connected to it isn't a Facebook page. It's just my actual like personal profile. So maybe that's why it's not working necessarily. So I've just been taking that same piece of content and just posting it as a reel. It goes to my profile. All my friends see it and some more people see it. You know, it kind of shoots it out kind of like Instagram and TikTok would. Random people see it. They can like it and comment, all that kind of stuff. Um... And I think people can follow you on Facebook too. I've never, never really looked into that a whole lot, but you know, just posting it on, posting it on reels, getting more eyes on it, I think is the main goal. Um, so after I go to Facebook, I do the same thing. I take that same video. I jump over to YouTube shorts and I post the same video, same caption, same hashtags, all that kind of stuff. Now with YouTube, you have to be careful because you only have so much space in your character limit for your title. Um, so I think it's up to a hundred characters for your title. So if you write something super long on Instagram or TikTok, you got to shorten it down. That's something that I've noticed for sure. And also with YouTube, you can actually add descriptions to your shorts, just like you can for your regular videos. So I'll go in there and I'll put all my social links on there. Or maybe I'll write, if I wrote a big caption on Instagram, I'll put it in that description or something like that. So that's something that you can do. Um, super easily to kind of kickstart that YouTube diversifying and really start your YouTube channel off. And I've actually found some pretty good success with posting my reels over onto YouTube. And I've had a couple videos pop off and I've gained a couple subscribers here and there. So definitely recommend for you guys to check that out. Now, one thing that I have been trying that's been kind of overlooked in our industry is Pinterest. Now, I'm pretty sure 95% of the DJs listening to this right now have heard of Pinterest, know what it is, but don't really ever use it or don't know what they would even use it for when it comes to content creation. Now, if you think about Pinterest, Pinterest is a place for people to get ideas and share ideas for things that they're doing or want to do. So it's like a bride's hotspot on Pinterest. So I thought, what if... I posted my bride or client specific content to Pinterest. You know, not everything that I post on TikTok or Instagram Reels would work for Pinterest, but I thought if it was a piece of content that was specific to a bride or a client or whoever I want to book me to see that content, I think Pinterest is a great spot for it because when somebody's planning their wedding or planning their school event or whatever, Whenever they're planning something, a lot of times they'll go to Pinterest to look for ideas. And let's say a bride's looking for wedding DJ ideas for some reason on Pinterest, they might see your content. And if you had the right tagging, maybe you put what location you are. I always, I, I always make sure to write Dallas DJ in it just in case. Um, maybe one of these days I might get a Dallas bride to see my content on Pinterest and We'll see what happens. I've only been posting content on there here and there for a couple weeks, and I haven't seen very much success from this point, honestly. I've only had a couple people actually watch my videos on Pinterest, so I might need to make some adjustments and try some different strategies for that platform specifically, um, but definitely something I'm gonna keep trying out and, and something that you guys should, uh, should try out as well. Now, simply resharing your videos from one platform to another doesn't necessarily mean diversifying your content. You know, not every platform is built the same. 
I know most platforms right now are really focusing on TikTok style short form videos in nine by 16 vertical form, but there's plenty of other ways that you can diversify your content. Like a perfect example would be, you know, let's say you have a podcast. Let's say you have a podcast, for example, and you post your podcast weekly. You can take like small clips from it and you can post those on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube shorts, all that kind of stuff. You could then take that same podcast, the video form of the podcast, chop it up and make a super short six minute informative video with examples, footage, B-roll, all that kind of stuff on an actual YouTube video. You could then take that podcast and either put it through a sort of program that will literally transcript your entire podcast and then paste that podcast in a blog post on your website. Then you can take some of the best parts of your podcast, do the transcript as well, make them really short form, so like a couple sentences, and then post those as tweets on Twitter. So the most important thing with your content is making sure that it's working for you in as many ways as possible. Not every piece of content you post is a one-off, post it this one time and forget about it. Here's a perfect example of this. I will go to a wedding and I will take a video of something on my phone, send it straight to my Instagram story in the moment, right? And then later on that week, I will take that same clip, you know, maybe adjust the colors or maybe chop it up a little bit, or I might add, the original audio from the event, maybe I'm mixing or something like that. Add the original audio so it sounds great and then post it as a reel. It was the same video that I posted earlier that week as a story, then I just post it as a reel and it gets more reach, more people see it, people that don't follow me see it. So really, that piece of content is working for me in so many different ways instead of it just being a post and forget about it and move on to the next piece of content because Every single piece of content that you make can be diversified and used in so many different ways and so many different platforms. And it's just a matter of how much work and effort you want to put into it. But in theory, if you capture one piece of content, if you have one podcast you do every week, you're taking that same piece of content and spreading it out in so many different platforms in that platform's preferred method. Not every platform takes short form video. Not every platform takes long form video. Not every platform takes photos. Not every platform takes texts or whatever your preferred platform is. Like you got to make sure that you are utilizing the platform's ideal methods and posting that content where it makes sense. And one thing you don't want to do is post content from one platform to another in a method that doesn't make sense for that new platform. A perfect example of this would be if you make a YouTube video, like an old school YouTube video, 16 by nine sideways, and you take that same clip, you don't make any adjustments to it, and you post it on Instagram as a reel. If you do that, you're gonna get the black bars on the top and bottom, everyone's gonna see it, and no one's gonna give a shit because it doesn't make sense for the platform. It doesn't match any of the other content on the platform. And honestly, whenever I see content like that, I scroll right past it. I don't even pay it any attention. Instead, you can take that same video that you made on YouTube and all you have to do 
bring it into your editing software or grab the original file you had and zoom it in, crop it to a nine by 16 rather than a 16 by nine and then post it on Instagram. Now you have a piece of content that makes sense for that platform. And that's one way that you can take content from different platforms, even stuff that you posted two years ago. If you posted a YouTube video two years ago on your channel, you can still take that video and turn it into a reel. Or you can take that podcast episode you recorded two years ago and transcribe it and make it into a blog post today. You can make content live for you forever. And even reels that you made months ago or even a year ago, you can take that same reel and repost it. To Instagram, again, you can repost your own stuff. You can repost your old stuff across other different platforms. Like your posts don't have to be a one-off thing. Oh, I'm just gonna post this and forget about it. No, I can't tell you how many times I've taken an old piece of content that I made and I either reposted it directly or I simply remade it and maybe changed the sound or maybe changed the style or the shot, but it's the same idea. Not everything you post has to be completely original. It can be based on other ideas you have or other content that you have. You don't have to have an original idea for every single thing you post. So I would definitely look into diversifying your content across multiple platforms because if you really think about it, if you really think about, let's say you only live on Instagram or you only live on TikTok, that's the only place you post content, that's the only place you have a following, that's the only place people know of you, what if TikTok goes down one day? What if TikTok, <laughs> I know at one point they were thinking about banning TikTok from the US, but let's say you have a huge TikTok following and then all of a sudden the US government comes and bans TikTok. Now you're mega screwed, you have no following anymore, Everything that you've worked for is gone and you have nothing to show for it. But if you were diversifying your content across a bunch of different platforms, if you lose one platform, you still have five others you can rely on and keep your following going and engaged on those platforms. If you only use Instagram and your account gets hacked, you have nothing to show for it from that point on. It's all about diversifying your content and letting it work for you as long as it possibly can. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Social DJ Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, like, and rate this podcast so we can help more people change the way that they think about being on social media. If you guys have any feedback or questions for the show, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram at JustinTheDJ. Again, thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys next Wednesday.